When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The warm-up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. Uh, good morning, everyone. Welcome to the warm-up for another week. Matt Wallen and Cam with Mooney with you this morning. Big show on the way. So much sport to get through. AFL still making headlines this week, of course, with a fixture coming out. I'm going to chat to Stephen King, who's uh, joined the Cats back uh, after some years on the Gold Coast. Uh, weekend preview, marketplace, and so much more. Moons, welcome, mate. Thanks. For Hello, Wallo. Yes, well, thank you for inviting me in a little bit earlier today, mate. I got the text message. Can you come in ten minutes earlier? Now, what the hell was that about? Well, I just thought in preparation for next season. No, I don't prep. Well, I know you don't prep. <laughs> this that is an important <laughs> fact. But I just thought in preparation for next year that uh, you may have heard the news during the week that Friday night footy is uh, starting earlier next year, which is oh, yes. everyone can't believe their luck. Uh, an extra 10 minutes. So 7.40 on a Friday night, which um, I, I find... I, I read that, and when it said 7.40, I actually thought it went backwards. Oh, yeah. Because okay. I just yeah. thought, I, I, for some reason, I kept thinking, oh, they're 7.30 games. Yeah. And they've gone to 7.40. I said, why would they go to 7.40? Then I realised, no, hang on, 7.50 down to 7.40. So you understand where the issue lies here and why they can't go earlier. You know why, what, right? Why can't they go earlier? We've had this discussion before. Better homes and gardens. Better Homes and Gardens is shown nationally from 6.30 to 7.30. So there's no way that the AFL can be shown on 7 before 7.30. They can't start the game at 7.30 because they need a lead-in. So all that's happened is Channel 7's pregame has been cut in, cut in half by 10 minutes. That's well, what's happened. It's not a bad thing. Let's well, that's honest. not. <laughs> but is Better Homes and Gardens rating that well? Yes. And I and I... And I don't, don't get me wrong, I, I'll flick onto it every now and then and get a little bit of uh, advice no, on some things no and inspiration. There's no or Wood or something, she's still on it? Uh, no, no, maybe not, no. Well, but, do you agree? yeah, okay, do you so agree? that's why we can't do 7.30, okay. So the big news is we've, we've cut 10 minutes. Yep. So we've cut 10 minutes of what? BT. We've cut 10 minutes of the pregame with BT, JB and whoever else. I, I mean... Yeah, so we're, we're lucky, I guess. It's 10 minutes earlier, but mm. it, yeah. And Thursday night has also gone from 7.30 or 7.20 to 7.30. So we've lost 10 minutes. Oh, so that's where, they've <laughs> gained, that's where they've got their 10 minutes back. <laughs> so they would have had a deal in place with the sponsor saying, hey, we've had to cut our pregame, Amy or whoever, uh, but we'll give you 10 minutes on the Thursday night. Hey, so, so, all right, you, let's, let's talk about the fixture. What, yeah. what are your thoughts? First thoughts, straight up. Um, look, the overall fixture, having a look, it doesn't mean a great deal to me. Like, if you just take the whole 20-odd rounds mm. or first 15 locked in, you go, ah, you know, it's a fixture. Do you like the lock-in and, and the uh, come-as-it-goes kind um, of thing at the end? I think I do. I, I do. I don't, the floating sure. fixture, as yeah, we call it. Yeah, I th- you, you like I it. I like it, yes, absolutely. What do you like about it? Uh, I just think it gives us, the uh, obviously, the flexibility to put games where we want them. The big games. We don't the want back to, end. Yeah, yeah the back end. We, we don't know what's going to happen at the back end. So if we've got a an 18th v 16th on a Friday night that's locked in, 
well, geez, let's yeah. be honest. No and that can happen. So. I mean, you very rarely you're going to have that particular um, spots on the ladder play each other. But it might be a team like, oh, we think Essen are going to come good mm. this year, say last season. All of a sudden, and they've they got don't. a few Friday yeah. nights and it gets to round 18. They're like, oh, God. No, so I'm yeah, big on the floating fixture. So. But uh, now, listen, I'm confused on round one. I've tried to read it, and you've tried to tell me. I'm still, I'm still stuffed. I know why you're confused. Please because explain. Because you're saying it wrong. Oh, it's oh, sorry. opening round, oh, okay. then round one. In fact, it is hard to get your head around. We'll touch on the who's playing what and where in a second. So what we spoke on the show last week about um, potentially being round zero. That was yes. that was the conversation, and I think it was a bit of something's obviously coming. So they've called they've called opening round, which. To be fair, opening round has always been opening round. I know it's been round one, but the AFL have always yes. called round one opening round. So what's happened is, as we mentioned last week, and you would have heard during the week, is that because the NFL, the NRL are going to Vegas, we wanted to play in their backyard while they're gone. Yes. So we've got two games in Queensland, two games in Sydney or New South Wales in the opening round. Okay, so we've got four games in the opening round. Four games in the four opening games. round. Okay. Nine games in round one. Does that make sense? So you're, you're telling me there are teams who, who could possibly play two games before other teams have played one. In fact, I can guarantee that because the AFL are sending up, in inverted commas, the four biggest Melbourne teams to play in the opening round. Hang on. Round one is always Richmond and Carlton. Well, they'll play... In round one on the Thursday night, but both of those. So sides they're not opening the season together. They're already going to have a game under their belt. They're going to have a game under their belt the following weekend, but also so Richmond are playing the Gold Coast. It's the Hardwick Cup, the oh, opening straight round. Up straight Hardwick up, Hardwick Cup. Perfect. We'll, we'll talk more about, we'll the, talk Gold about the Gold Coast, Coast in a moment. So that'll happen. So in what'll actually happen is Carlton and Richmond will play on the Thursday night in round one, which will be the fifth game of the season, but they will play their second game before. Half the competition have played one game. So all because we are trying to, I guess, as you said, jump into the backyard of the NRL. Yeah. We kind of sound like and seems like we're stuffing our own backyard. We are, I feel like we And are. I know that, well, I know we've heard a lot of uh, interstate people say, yeah, hang on, we're, we are a national competition. And I totally get that. But I'm sorry to say, and I'm not a Victorian person, so I don't really have a foot, you know, in the camp here. I'm a New South Wales boy. But I know where footy is big in this country, and I know where it is best seen and best best atmospheres and all of those type of things. Yes. And it is Victoria. It is Melbourne. It is the MCG. And round one opening is the biggest bang coming out of the MCG. I'm no, sorry see, to say. Was, you're getting confused, mate. We've still got round oh, one. Oh, sorry. So, no, what, sorry. So, I, so I agree. I just don't see why then we just didn't push the whole season back to start a week earlier, like everybody. Still have Carlton Richmond on Thursday night. Still have your four games in New South Wales, Queensland, two each over that very first weekend. And away we go. We just start a week earlier. Like I don't know why we've but then can we push? The but life. then can we push the season out to... The last September, but we could last wa- day in September. Last but you're, you're telling me, and particularly now how it's placed between those rounds 11 and 14 or whatever it is, how we wash those buys through, mm. which is another bugbear of mine. Surely we can – we're already doing it now. So those teams, those eight teams that play in the opening round are going to have a buy in the first six weeks washed through somewhere. So it'll spit out that there's no extension on the season. Mm. Those clubs – it's like local footy um, – might have a game on an Easter weekend, which is not in the season, because you know, say down on the coast, they they get more people down there, they make more money, and they they just have a buy randomly mm. throughout the year. 
same here. So those clubs will wash through a buy in the first six weeks. So it's confusing, I know. I, I'm just going to say one thing. I, You and I have grown up, we've been in Melbourne a long time, so we've seen what round one is down here. I'm going to question whether we are going to have the buzz well, that we've had in the previous years. You make a good point because Mason Cox is like, well, Collingwood's first game after winning the premiership last year is on the goal, is on the showground. Show <laughs> he called it a showground, a livestock showground, because they're playing up. They're uh, playing the Giants, aren't they? They're playing the Giants in Sydney. So their first game is going to be. Look, in just because, look, just because they're coming off a premiership in, the, in Collingwood doesn't mean they can't start somewhere else. Absolutely. But, but it I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I just think it's going to be not as exciting as it has been over the previous years. The whole, the whole Carlton Richard and, and a lot of other people go, who obviously don't back for these teams are going to go, well, hang on, we don't care about them. But we're talking about just as football media. But I do it. I, and yeah. I don't follow either of those sides. But I know that that is the biggest buzz Going into round What one. I love about that, apart from obviously being the MCG, two big drawing clubs, all the rest of it is, whoever in the past, whoever's lost that game, it's like their season it's feels like over. Done, it's yeah. like it's like clearly it's, it's clearly it's not, but it's like, oh, you know, here we go again. You know, Richmond have been so strong. Oh, we're back now. We've got Carlton, you know, yeah. Carlton are coming and blah 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 blah. It's so it lends I, me I'm really disappointed with the AFL for the old saying, don't fix what isn't broken. Bring it back a week. They could have done that. Mm. On that, just quickly, who are the four biggest clubs in Melbourne? Uh, off my head would be Collingwood, Richmond, Carlton, and you could throw a blanket over a few more. I know Essendon are a big club, but they're not a great club. Not at the moment. So Melbourne's that fourth club or the fourth team that's going mm. up for that opening weekend. So I get that. That's, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, but they're not, a, they're not probably fourth, but they're... Uh, mm. They're in form and they're a bigger club. So um, I, think that's Geelong, I think Geelong would be bigger than them right now. Yeah, no, I, mm. I agree. actually do agree. And I think that was someone made the comment this week that Geelong were bigger than yeah. were bigger than Melbourne. Might have been Simon O'Donnell on SEM Breakfast uh, this week. Hey, mate, let's get into the cricket. We haven't even touched on the cricket. We're into yes. the World Cup final. Can you believe? Well, no, not after the first two rounds no, when we, I think both of us had put I, a line through I think them. I sold them. Yeah. If I did, no, I should Oh, we had Bryce on and we basically said, uh, have, has the game gone past them? I think that was my question. Has the game gone past them, Bryce? I think we spoke <laughs> off air with Bryce. Look, to be fair, Bryce, we've had a pretty good run, mate. We can let this one go. You know, we've come off the back of the ashes. We're tired. We're run down. Oh, no. Sorry. That was I think England. We're, I think we're that all like, England. look, once we go on air, we'll just try and be a bit more positive because yep. we were throwing the boots in. And, and here fact, they are in the final. I was off them. So this is the eighth World Cup final they've been in, which is just incredible. Tell you what, did you see the Indian game, New Zealand? I watched parts of it. The start was... So their batting at the start was incredible. And our bowling on Thursday night, the first 10 overs, was the best bowling I've seen in a one-day game yep. for I, I don't know how long. Hazelwood, it was incredible. Two for, two for eight off... No, two His economy for 12 was like, off eight or something. Like just over a run. Yeah. And, and Stark was incredible. The building was good. Yeah, everything was amazing. So, um, well done. We take on England. Uh, the Poms complaining this week that they had a heavy schedule coming off the back of the Ashes, uh, which they didn't win, by the way, and they were terrible in the World Cup. Actually, wasn't that one the of the ashes. great quotes? Oh, yeah, we've had a really bad one because we've come off this, this, and this. I thought, didn't Australia just come off all that? Yeah, and weren't we playing away? Yeah. <laughs> you were at home. We, we weren't in our own bed, mate. You were sleeping in your own bed. That every was other the night. worst comment I've ever heard. Yeah. No good. So I, I don't quite understand that. But yeah, Australia will play India Sunday night. 
in front of 132,000 fans. So we're at, we're at the Eden, are we? Uh, what's it called? No, it's not Eden Garden. It's an, I actually don't know the name of it. I reckon the Aussies might have 2,000 at best fans in there, so there might be 130,000. So is this the new 000. stadium that's there, or is it relatively new? It's I relatively know, new. So, yeah, what is it, 130,000 yeah, 130, seats? My seat God. So it's uh, incredible. The place so will explode. That, that'll happen. Uh, looking forward to seeing uh, how the Aussies go on Sunday night. But the India haven't even been – haven't had a glove on no. them in this World Cup. Hey, we've got a big show coming out. We're going to talk – about a new franchise that has started in Australia. Not in sport, but oh, in business. I love this. And I want to touch on some of the defunct franchises. I actually can see my family getting into this. You're going to buy a franchise. We'll get to that in just a moment. I'm going to chat to Stephen King, who's jumped on board as assistant at the Cats this season after being at the Gold Coast. This is the warm-up with Wallow and Moons, all thanks to Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. <laughs> You're listening to The Warm-Up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. The Warm-Up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. Still plenty to come on this morning's show. Stephen King is going to join us. Uh, he's now at the Cattery after being on the Gold Coast. Um, the big dog's back. Big dog's back. In fact, we didn't speak Love about it. the Gold Coast's fixture. No, we'll get to that later. We might speak to Stephen King about that. He might be disappointed now that he's, <laughs> they've got the easiest draw you've seen. I think the AFL want them to win a game. Uh, that would be nice. Uh, we've also got their marketplace coming up too, buying and selling, looking forward to that. Um, but Moons, this week I actually saw a story that uh, just I, I couldn't believe. We're about to get your six pack in just a moment. But um, there's been talking about the whiz. You talk about the whiz. Well, but actually, I wasn't <laughs> talking about the whiz. But now that you bring it up, uh, Kappa has opened up a entertainment venue um, in South Australia. Well done, Wiz. He's um, he's a uh, oh, I know it's I think it's, it's entrepreneur. a entrepreneur. Come I think on. it's a hotel that you can rent by the hour, something like that anyway. So congratulations to Wiz and all the team that uh, spent... Good luck. I did see a comment during the week that he said he spent a couple hundred thousand doing this place up, looking magnificent. Don't so well done to Wiz. But no, the franchise I was talking about, you know Jim's Mowing. Oh, Been yes. Jim's is iconic. Forever. Unbelievable. So Jim's Mowing have got... Jeez, they've gone out everywhere. Jim's antennas, Jim's mowing, Jim's cleaning, Jim's anything that you I want. Got Jim's storage, yeah. Jim's... Jim's got it. Um... There's nothing else they could do, Electricians is and all that stuff. So they've pretty much conquered the, the market in terms of what gyms could provide, apart from what I saw this week, gyms beauty. Hang now, on, what, what are we, t- we talking? Jim has... Are we is, talking product? Has, no, 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 no. Jim, Jim has got a new mobile service, because if you don't know gyms and you'd have to be living on another planet not to know what gyms mowing is, they obviously come around, they do the job, bring their own stuff, pack everything up, off they go, perfect, well done. Well, they're rolling out of Jim's Beauty. So you can get Jim's Beauty. I can Beauty, get my lashes done. Lashes, nails, I'm assuming hair, waxing. So this is the news report this week. An iconic Aussie gardening franchise is launching a new women's beauty service, adding to its already well-known list of services. Jim's Beauty plans to offer a range of beauty services, including skin and eyebrow treatments, waxing, and even bridal packages. So on your big day moves, hey. you can get Jim's Beauty coming in. Big Tony, or I would, I would love in. to at my wedding speech. Look, there's a few people I've got to thank: <laughs> Mum, Dad, 
You know, my wife, she's beautiful. Jim's. Yeah, Jim's. Big thanks for making my wife look beautiful. Thanks to Mark from Jim's <laughs> Beauty who dropped in this morning. So this week, let's Oh, that's outstanding. As a franchise, that's amazing. Let's, this week in the six-pack, have a look at the defunct franchises, Loose Link in Australian sports. Loser's six-pack. All right, Moon. So we want to have a look at the top six or six of the defunct franchises in Australia sports. Some hard to remember. Some you go, oh, right. they were great for the five minutes. That some they were hard around. to remember, and and some in really in the one sport. We've got a lot of yes, those in the one sport, and, and and a little. And there might be a couple in the one city. Yes, that's it's very true. hard to get a team going up there for some reason. Okay, so we're going to start at number six. Now, we're going to start with a little bit of cricket. Now, I didn't ever remember this. You actually brought this one up with because our, our good friend Merv Hughes yes. uh, was, I think, was he captain? Or was, he, so, the, was no, he the he was franchise? The, he was the franchise player of the franchise. Franchise player of the Canberra Comets. Yes, Brad Haddon was in that side. Now, they played against Victoria, oh, Queensland, they played in the, the one sh- day. It was a Mercantile Mutual, mutual Cup or something. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that was back in the day when they had the signs. On the like square they go down the ground. If you That's hit the right. sign, you won thousands I of dollars. I think they played Tasmania. I was reading something. They played Tasmania in the first game. Well, they had like Ponting and all these, and I think they rolled them. Yeah. Oh, well, Merv was just coming to well, <laughs> just coming to the end. In the it? promo <laughs> shots, he didn't look like he was in great shape uh, for the for the Canberra Comets. But an interesting side. It's one of those ones that you just go, oh, that's right. They were they were mm. a thing. Yeah, well, Canberra the thing Comets. is, you got to remember a lot of these things because of the competitions. They were just trying to work out the right formula, and a lot of them didn't get it right. So th- this is another one where, at number s- at number five, the Collingwood Netball team, unbelievable. <laughs> Girls just had a little bit of fun there. Yeah, good old Collingwood We're forever. Good old Collingwood for, for two weeks. Two weeks to go. <laughs> I feel sorry for the girls. Obviously, they they wrapped up at the end of season just gone. But uh, that one, they the girls. were look a similar thing that AFL club did, and just to jump in. Remember Carlton had a team in the National Soccer League back in the day? I don't remember it. Yes. That's how... Carlton, proper. Carlton Blues Soccer. They were in the National Football League, Soccer League back in the day. Uh, They had a marquee... Have a look, see if we can get it up. They had a marquee player like it was... It wasn't Archie Thompson, but it was someone in that sort of realm that they had. My God. Anyway. Anyway. Okay, number four. We're going to go north of the border now in the NRL. So we're lucky enough that... One of the greatest, longest-serving NRL clubs, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, closed. Well, they, they folded, but they came back. Fantastic. Yeah, and then won, a premier, won a premiership. Unbelievable story. Another team that's been trying to come back for a long time, they are iconic, the North Sydney Bears. They have just – they were iconic through the 90s, particularly when I was in New South Wales. The great Billy Moore. Remember, Queenslander. Yes. yes. Billy Moore. He's a legend. They had some great plays, the North – uh, Pretty sure Ivan years. Cleary might have even been playing for him as well. He's yeah. obviously the Panthers coach And now. a big club. There, there's been talk recently about could the Bears go to Perth? Mm. Could they go to whatever and start up again? But, um, yeah, that's a bit of a tough one. Now, number three, <laughs> the NBL. I'm just throwing the, a blanket over the NBL here. Now, they've had – it's fair to say they've got it right now and it's fantastic, the competition. And I was one of the lucky – people that were yeah, there one of, the one, of, one of the celebrities that were there the other week <laughs> legends well, box in the legends <laughs> box <laughs> but here's just some of the teams that are, that we thought of and, we, and no doubt we would have missed some so there, there was the Townsville Crocs the Canberra Cannons the West Sydney Razorbacks oh, the Singapore Slingers love them. the Titans the Giants the South East Melbourne Magic the Tigers and of course the South Dragons the South Dragons 
And that was and their then last the game. Next year. <laughs> that was their last game. It's 2009. They win the flag. They win the pennant. Now, it's fair to say with the NBL, they finally realised you can't have – and I know there is more than one team in some states, but you generally just got to have the one team in a state. Now, Melbourne can usually hold two, and I still think they might even struggle with the second one going forward. That's just my opinion. And I know Queensland have got – but they've got the top end. You need yeah, one up there. very big. So it'll be interesting to see how that all folds, but I think the NBL have got it right now. Now, number two – I'm going to go to a, a city, I guess we can call it the Gold Coaster City. Now, it's fair to say there's a lot that hasn't worked on the Gold Coast over the years. So Wait, you look at, we Oh, sorry. So <laughs> no, no, we're going to look at the NRL first. We're going to go to the Seagulls. I think there was the Chargers. Yes. I think there might have been a couple of others that have, haven't quite worked. Uh, then we've got the NBL. We've got the Blaze, the Rollers, the Cougars. We've had the AFL. We've had the Brisbane Bears, who actually started on the Gold Coast. And then, of course, in the A-League, we had the Gold Coast United. Frank Lowy announced the Palmer's A-League licence had been terminated. Yeah, he had to go. He, and he, did, I think his comment was after that was, well, I'm just going to start one on my I'll, own. I'll buy my own <laughs> league and I'll start one up. But it was funny because the, um, the Brisbane Bears were on the Gold Coast. They started yes. on the Gold Coast. So they were, yeah, one have of those. Have got their song? Yeah. The first you've ever seen. I was so song. disappointed that I didn't because that, that was a really good song. That's a ripping song. Uh, number one, uh, now this isn't funny because we have a little bit of a joke and a laugh with some of them, but the great Fitzroy Football Club, who was, I think, over 100 years old at the time in 1996, when they finally folded, went up to Brisbane, obviously. Um, but, yeah, they're one of the great iconic football clubs of the AFL. Yeah, disappointing. And you still see a lot of the Fitzroy supporters getting the Brisbane Lions game, which is which oh, is amazing great. in Melbourne. So they do a good job because mm. it was one of those things that uh, it fell over and it was very upsetting at the time for uh, for Fitzroy fans. So there you go. That's Moons' six-pack this week. Fitzroy at number one, but some absolute beauties in there. The Gold Coast just absolutely sucking the life out of sport. <laughs> that is for sure. Hey, stay with us. Speaking of the Gold Coast, Stephen King's going to join us next. He's at the Cats this season, but it has been on the Gold Coast over the last few years. And our marketplace is still to come. All thanks to Bet365. You're listening to The Warm-Up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. The warm-up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. Still plenty to come on this morning's show. Hope you're enjoying it. Heaps of sport with the World Cup final tomorrow night. Australia and India, that's going to be an absolute belter. Marketplace not too far away. One man, Moons, who's made... We just talked about, <laughs> we just talked about the Gold Coast sucking the life out of sport. But I reckon this man might have enjoyed his time on the Gold Coast. He's moved back down hates to getting, Victoria. Hates getting his shirt off. Hates getting it. Looks in great, Nick. I did mm-hmm. see some footage during the week on the Cats Facebook because he's back at the Cattery. Stephen King, Premiership star. Kingy, thanks for joining us, mate. Uh, this weather must be treating you well. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a bit of a change-up. But, um, no, nah, look, really happy to get back and, and um, you know, really fortunate enough to come back to the club, which, is, which has been great. So, uh, yeah, it's an exciting time for me and the family. Kingy, how long, I guess, from the time that I guess, well, maybe Dimmer got appointed or, or whatever it may have been where the turnaround was like, okay, I'm going to go back to Geelong. Like, how quick was that turnaround? No, it wasn't that quick, Moons, to be yeah. honest, because it sort of happened late in the piece. Um, I think there's decisions you need to make for career, but also mm-hmm. for family. And 
I think sometimes you've got to sit back and project where you're at and what you want to do. And I don't think it's any secret that Dimmer's going to be up at head coach of that, at that footy club for a long period of time. And yep. um, if I was content professionally just to sit back and be an assistant coach for the rest of my life, I think that'd be an amazing environment and place to do that because, you know, they've got a lot of talent. I think, obviously, clearly Dimmer's a great coach and, um, and it's, you know, a really great place to live. But I just sort of thought... You know, regardless of what happens and success they have, I'm probably going to have to branch back out at some point and get another look at a different environment to keep growing myself as a coach. And, mm-hmm. and then it just sort of happened that organically where Andrew Mackey reached out and it just sort of happened late in the piece and it was just one of those decisions you sort of need to sit back and make. If it's not now with the kids that they've got and the ages they are, it's probably something to have to do now. So, yeah, it was, it was a really tough call, mate, because that environment up there and the playing group they've got, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I love my time up there, but this opportunity to come back to Geelong after about 16 years is just just too good an opportunity to pass up. It is a great opportunity, and we'll get to that in just a moment, what's happening there. But you must be kicking yourself after the draw that's been out for 48 <laughs> hours, thinking uh, could have sat back and had a few wins this year. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah, they've, they've been looked after, that's for sure. But um, I, I think I think with any interstate team, it's a bit naive for me, really, when you get up there. You actually realise how often you're on the road as well. Yeah. Um, there was about 14 trips we had last year as a team, whether it's pre-season and selling two home games up in Darwin. And you do you do miss a bit of family time. So I was more just intrigued on Geelong's um, looking here. We've got nine home games down here at GMHBA, six at the G and one at Marble. Uh, Marble. So I'm like, this is great. Um, you're going to probably be around the family a bit more, mm. which is which is you know, obviously huge for me as a father. Hey, King, you spoke about 16 years since you left the club. Uh, you've just walked in. I assume it's been a while since you've. Well, you probably would. You wouldn't have walked through those doors because they're all new. How 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 Moons. how new is the place? Moons, I obviously came here to coach when I was at the Dogs a fair fair bit, but it was never privileged enough mm. to come over this side of the ground where the new <laughs> facility is. Yeah, you, so. had to sit, you had to sit in your box with your hand over your <laughs> eyes to see the ground, so you wouldn't have seen. Yeah, much if it wasn't fogged up. Down. If it wasn't fogged up with everyone in there, yeah. yeah. So um, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean. I, I was in awe when I walked through at this facility. It was something I haven't seen. I've never been in a club with a facility like mm. this where it's at your actual home ground where you play. So this is amazing. Um, James Kelly gave me the grand tour. And um, and I think on top of that, it's uh, probably the first 15 people I met have already, already knew 10 of them. So there's something really comforting knowing some familiar faces, mm. whether it was Ben Waller or Stephen Bolt popped his head out. And then you look across and there's Shannon Burns and Nice Lappin and James Raleigh's come back. So there's a... Not that, that you know, you don't, you don't work for those things, but um, geez, there's a really comfortable feel about it and a familiar one, which is great. Did you go and look at your name on the locker still, mate? No, I haven't yet, mate. Oh, no. turn it up, Kiggy. <laughs> <laughs> no, mate. No one, no one cares about my playing career, mate. I'm just, I'm just here trying to help this next batch of young boys step up and, you know, take, take charge, which is great. Now, this is the year that Geelong will finally fall away, which is fantastic for non-Geelong supporters. But that's been the conversation for about 15 years or so. But, geez, you've still got some talent on that list. Oh, 100%. I mean, I'm, James Raleigh and myself are coming back. And Scotty's been great. He's, he just sort of said, boys, we're not going to fill you in too much about our list. We just want you guys with fresh eyes to come and have a look. And I reckon there's probably a few of the first or four years that I'm working with at the moment where I wasn't too sure about a few of them in terms of I haven't seen them exposed much, but there's some pretty handy footballers and athletes getting around here ready to go. So I think I think there's a little bit of um, some players there that probably the general public haven't seen too much of that are ready to step up and 
and, and you know, grab, grab their opportunity. But the big thing for me that really stood out was the talent and the senior players here. If they can be fit, fresh and available next year, they're going to, you know, we're going to be pretty hard to uh, play against. And that's, for me, that's exciting. There's some, you know, there's still some top-end talent here that are ready to, you know, continue to contend. Last year, there was a bit of thing. Uh, I guess there was talk about coming out of the cats with, particularly with the coaches, uh, all doing different roles or not not doing the standard, you know, your forwards, your mids, your backs roles type of things. Is that is that still happening this year, or has everyone gone back to the more traditional um, roles as coaches? Yeah, mate, that's a good good question. I think at the moment, Scotty wants all of us just to come and encourage everything together until Christmas, and let's let's just see where we all complement each other and where we land. So. I think it'll get to that stage down the track in the new year. But at the moment, let's just get our heads around every phase, get to know and establish really strong relationships with every player and not just be working in a silo, just looking after yours. So I think that's that's something I think is going to happen organically over time, mate, where we work out which skill set each coach sort of complements one another and we'll we'll get that out once we have a, have a chat about it. But, yeah, that's where it sits at the minute. I uh, was down at the uh, Cattery for a press conference last week and one of the girls was saying that uh, it's nice to have the Cats in the finals this year. Now, it was a misspoken oh, word, wow. misspoken at the press slap. conference. I don't think it was meant to be said like that. But having said all of that, AFLW team, they've got Melbourne this weekend. Mm-hmm. They won their final last week. That must add a bit of buzz around uh, the venue. I know speaking to a few of the guys down there, you know, there's a lot going on at the club at the moment. And it's I guess every club now is becoming more and more a combined combined situation absolutely like I look across from my desk and I've got Daniel Lauder there who's obviously the AFLW coach and yeah I mean both both programs are really strongly integrated so the girls come through all the time and share the facility and it is a really good buzz and I was lucky enough to catch that game last week but they you know they're on fire early and it's um, yeah it's something I think obviously every club's really proud to have a team but when you see you know the women's program step up and you know win their first final that's significant it's really Start of something special, I think, for this young group. So, yeah, it's exciting time for the club. Last one from us. Um, I know you haven't got, or you're not part of the infrastructure team down at Cadinia Park, but I have been down there a number of times looking at the new stand. There's a want and a need and a hope that it will be ready for round one against the Saints on a Saturday night. Your old team as well. Have yep. you got any inside word? Is it going to be ready to go? You've been there a week. Hurry up and tell us. Well, we've been out there training, so they're putting like three more. I think there's two panels left to finish the roof on that final stand, so it looks unbelievable. That's I know amazing. that, and um, it once it's 40,000 full, it's going to be a bit of a fortress again, which which I think just from the outside looking in when you've watched games on TV here, it's been probably just lacked that intimidation around having a full crowd here. Mm. So to fit 40,000 back in, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be a fair advantage for us as, as, as a footy club. That's a yes. All going to be set for round one, I reckon, against the Saints. Kingy, we really appreciate you jumping on this morning, mate. Uh, obviously, the, the trip down to the Gold Coast, uh, you'll be used to the Geelong weather, but it might take you a few minutes to climatise mm. yourself. But uh, good luck with it all. Big pre-season coming up for the Cats, and uh, we'll chat again soon. No, I really appreciate it, guys. Thanks Thank for you, buddy. Me. Stephen King joining us there, Cats assistant coach for next season and under Chris Scott. Uh, Moons, just quickly, looked like he, well, he didn't back down at all. He's obviously got aspirations to... Senior coach somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's uh, something that he's, I think he's been very open about and should do as well. And like you said, if you wanted to do an assistant coach for the rest of his life or for, for a longer period, then Gold Coast would oh. have been great. But he has aspirations to be a senior coach. Yep. Unbelievable. And Scotty, I'd, look out. He is looking he's in good. Nick too. He's looking good. Okay, well done. Uh, plenty to come on this morning's show. This is the warm up. The marketplace up next. Now, I'm 
buying Nathan Burke. Bit of a random one, but that's coming up. He's just hit the jackpot this week. Uh, plus, loads more coming your way. All thanks to Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. You're listening to The Warmer with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. The warm-up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. Hope you're enjoying the show this morning. The warm-up, uh, big weekend of sport coming your way. Of course, the World Cup final tomorrow night. Australia, India in front of 132,000 people. Hopefully a few Aussies. I've got some tickets. Uh, we'll get to some more marketplace in just a moment. All thanks to Bet365. Moons, um, before we start buying in the yes. marketplace this week, if I'm in Geelong later this morning, I could be buying a Big Mac from you. Is that correct? Well, happy day. So fantastic. Uh, I'll be down at the uh, Geelong West uh, McDonald's, and if you need a large fries, you just come and see the Moon Dog. Yeah, mate. Make sure that the money <laughs> is going to the good cause, not sneaking in free. Don't no worry, you'll be going to the great cause. But I'll be saying, hey, would you like to upsize on that? Yeah, would, would you, you like, like a large fries? fries? Yes, I will be coming through. Then I might. So make from twelve thirty to one thirty, come down and uh, I'll see if I can uh, get you a little extra fries. The Marketplace for Bet365. It's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. Yeah, buying and selling something in the world of sport this week. Uh, there's a bit to get through. In fact, um, a lot of times this year, Moons, in this particular segment, I've uh, bought something or sold something. Mm-hmm. And then a few weeks later, I've changed my mind. I've either sold it this time around or bought it. So yep. I've got something coming up in a moment that I hope, doesn't disappoint too many people, but oh, okay. I've had to sell what's okay. going on. Right, okay. what are you buying this week? Uh, what am I buying? So, World Cup final tomorrow night. Can't wait. I am buying what I saw on Thursday night, the, the Australian bowling attack. Unbelievable. Now, we and talk fielding. about we talk about India's batting attack. Now, they were fantastic on, I think it was Wednesday night. Yep. Sharma got them off to an amazing start. Kohli comes in, does his thing. I mean, there's a few others. Um, yeah, they had a great buying, uh, batting attack. I'm putting it I'm. Take this to the bank. Right. Australia wins because of our bowling. Wins. Wins because of our bowling. Hazelwood. Just put him down now. Man of the match. Glenn McGrath 2.0. Mate, you watch this. I'm telling you right now. If we win, no. When we win, sorry, because I'm taking it to the bank. Yeah. Australia because of their bowling attack. That's what I'm buying. I'm not sure how many World Cups, but this is our eighth final and we've been incredible. Hey, what are you buying, buddy? I am buying Nathan Burke. Now, it's a bit of a random one. I feel sorry for Nathan Burke. He just got sacked. Sacked by the uh, Bulldogs. They had their worst season, one of the foundation clubs in the AFLW. In fact, there's a bit going on at the Dogs, we could say at the moment, internal review going on. But uh, Bevo's got the lead of the club and away they go. But Nathan Burke this week, unfortunately, was sacked. Uh, he did tweet about uh, the sacking, which was obviously very disappointed. He said in his tweet, sacked this morning, won the lotto this afternoon. So well done to Nathan Burke. He won Tats Lotto and <laughs> how, he tweeted how, how much did he win? Well, it wasn't huge. But was it, was, it paying his salary? It was almost $12. But it, <laughs> what I'm saying is that he, he got sacked that day and he would have got paid still. So he's in front. There's Well done to Nathan Burke. He's, I think, a, hey, he's $11.95 up. I reckon well done to Nathan Burke. 
having good fun with the yeah, situation. Good, that he did that. That's good great. work and uh, congratulations with your income. All right, now, you know what I'm going to be selling this week? I'm going to sell the Gold Coast draw. No, no I'm selling the AFL. Right. It is as clear as day, as clear as day, that they are desperate for the Gold Coast to play finals. They've given them the easiest draw in the competition. By some length. By some length. They've and got the new coach up there, got everything going well. They desperately need this this to work. And they need it to, it's going to work. Don't get me wrong. I think it's going to work on the Gold Coast, but it's going to take a long time. It, it really will. Uh, I've got a lot of family, a lot of friends up there. Uh, I know the Gold Coast quite well. It's going, to, it's going to take some time, but it will work. But they're just trying to fast track it this year. Big sign. There's well, no question about it. What, where did they finish last year? Was it 12th maybe or something yeah. like that? Their draw shouldn't be as comfortable. Yeah, look, look Stephen King did mention, which does make sense, and the Giants were also one of the teams mm. last year that seemed to play at every venue, yes. travelled 14 times out of whatever. So last year they finished 15th. Okay, apologies. So it wasn't as good as I thought, although they were competitive, which has always been the yeah. case. They're competitive for a certain portion of the year and then it sort of drops away. But I feel sorry in this instance on the back of what you're saying for someone like Stewie Jew. You feel like never had a chance. Like, I'm not saying he was the right guy for the mm. job. In fact, I feel like it wasn't the right fit. But Dimmer comes in. He's the premiership uh, oh, star, absolutely. premiership coach from the Tigers, done all this sort of stuff and has and uh, deserves all the plaudits. But at the same time, it's a bit of a silver platter. Well, right now, it, has been, it is the one black dot the AFL are dealing with. Yeah. I mean, the Giants have played finals. They've played in a grand final. Two prelims and a grand final. They're, they're, sorry, they're yeah. doing well. Yep. So the Gold Coast, who haven't played a finals game in – how long have they been going now? It must be it's 12 cl- or 13 yeah, season, I'm going to say 2011. Going on 15, nearly 15 years, yeah. to not play finals is a huge black dot against the AFL there. So they desperately need them to play. And no question they have – had a little look and a little bit of a nudge. No, hey, let's let's make sure this. Yeah, let's let's make sure we get this over the line. Hey, what are you selling? Well, I hate to say this, and um, we'll probably put some stuff on our social media, including our TikToks and some vision sound around this. But I'm selling the Kelpies this week. Wait, whoa! Now, my boys. Yes, because look, I think the argument is out at the moment that it's, it could be the best nickname in Australian sport. What are they, act- did they lose or something? Uh, like, why are you selling them? Why well, you? they actually did lose. They were oh, played, is that why you're selling them? Because no, they no, lost. No, 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 no. They They've the, lost one they, game. They played in the Fast Five tournament against New Zealand. The uh, men in net, black net, or the net blacks, net whatever blacks. they're called. So have you seen Fast Five? So you pretty much no wings. So no wing attack, won't okay, wing defense. Perfect. And you can shoot from outside the D for a three-pointer. So you're just doing curries. So it's pretty much basketball without dribbling. Okay. Yeah. Love it. So it's 5v5. At the start of the game... They come out and do uh, a song or some sort of traditional dance or something to. So, here. so the New Zealanders did like a like the a haka or something. You would think so, but no, they came out and did and wore sunglasses upside down and were the Men in Black. Which here comes. Well, the men I, in get black. I get that. I get that. I like that. Of, okay, okay. So you, the, the Kelpies what, rolled oh, out. No. What did the Kelpies do? The Kelpies did a half court circle, so they circled up in their half, and. Um, they rolled out a bit of Tina Turner Nutbush, City Limits. Oh, so could hey. you could be any more cringe? <laughs> it was embarrassing. And there were some guys on the team going, we really want to play for Australia, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying there they, they might have been embarrassed? There was guys on that team that weren't really <laughs> into it. They didn't commit. Well, 
their arms and legs committed, but their face wasn't. <laughs> So oh, for me, no. I just think... If They're you, just trying to have some fun. And good luck to them. But They're trying I, to grow the I'm sport. not sure that Nutbush Seed Limit is the answer for the Kelpies. So, Kelpies, I'm putting you on notice. Fair enough. Ship up or ship out because I just feel like you've you've had so much goodwill built up over the last couple of months that you've just... Just you've taken a big sh- step back. You've shit the bed. <laughs> Fair <laughs> so, enough. So, yeah, no good for the, no good for the Kelpies. Mate, that is it for us. That's the market right this week. Thanks for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. As we said, Moons, you're at Macca's, Geelong West. Geelong West, McDonald's, 12.30 to 1.30. Come down, I'll get you a Big Mac. Now, you didn't get caught up from Macca's. There's a reason why you're there. My son works at Yeah. But I'm also... I'm also... Well, I am a little bit, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm also a, a past employee of McDonald's. Well, wow, there you Back go. Back in Wagga, 16. So the yep. word came through. Hey, get, get the this big guy fella knows, down. He's, he he yeah. knows his he burgers. He can do a fries bouquet like nobody else. <laughs> so well done. Go and check that out. Hey, enjoy uh, the sport. Bit of racing this afternoon. And, and, of course, the one-day World Cup final tomorrow. We'll catch you next week on the warm-up.